0: Amen. This is our believers meeting. Most of you know that. If you're not aware of that, new to this kind of service, Wednesday night service, we call it a believers meeting because it's designed for believers. If you're not saved, we're here to help you get saved, but that's just not our main focus. Uh, For you it would be, of course, but you have to seek us out. This is a service designed for believers who are moving on in the things of God and uh, advancing uh, as we As we say sometimes, ready to go deep, not just swim on the surface, not just snorkeling here. We've got the scuba equipment, right? So we can go into deep waters, the deeper things of God, amen, experience Him and enjoy Him. Not that there's not good stuff at the surface, thank God for surface stuff. But uh, some folks will never see what's beneath unless they take the time. And uh, one thing I've discovered in my life, it, and it, it happens corporately, it happens personally, but, you know, you just spend a little bit of time with the Lord. And t- the little bit, or a lot of bit, often depends on where we're at mentally, where we're at spiritually at the time. Because God's always on, He's always present and always there, and all that He is, all that He does, you know, those things are always available. Depending on where, where we're at, our mental state, that time varies, but I found out I spent a little bit of time, sometimes not very much at all. And then that's when the glory of God starts to manifest around me and on me. And, uh, and it happens in our services, sometimes as I'm ministering, sometimes just as I'm worshiping the Lord. But you know how it is. And if you don't know that, you just got to stay, stay in there for a little while until your mind gets uh, settled. So you stop thinking about things and you get focused on the Lord. Or sometimes I say it this way, you get distracted with the Lord long enough for, for reality to set in. Because what we're talking about, most people don't live in reality. They live in this fake world. <laughs> they live in this fallen world, this fleshly world, and and you know it's just it, it's just not the whole picture at all. There is a there is a, a spirit world, and of course you and I are spirit beings, so that helps. <laughs> we can relate. We can walk in the spirit of God and uh, enjoy Him. Good, good. Amen. Uh, Here is something that came up in my heart as we we're worshiping the Lord. Uh, the, the Lord is, is present tense now preparing us for that which, and I said it there in worship and prayer, uh, He is preparing us for those things that are to come. Now realize in one sense you could say that that's always the case. He's always preparing us for the next thing, even when we're doing a thing today, that fulfillment of that doing is preparation for the next. Everybody know what I'm talking about? In other words, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do today, I won't be ready to do what I'm supposed to do tomorrow. And the Lord is equipping and preparing us individually and corporately so that we can move forward, so that we can advance and we can make uh, spiritual progress in our personal lives, but then to the greater picture so we can make progress in the earth. Because, you know, we're lagging. (laughs) In the the big picture, a lot of people are not doing too good, you know. Our, our, Our society is becoming more ungodly as we speak. And uh, that doesn't mean that people aren't getting saved. Thank God there are a lot of people getting saved, but we've got to up the pace. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, and not only people getting saved, but sometimes, you, you know how it is, you get saved, but you still think like a sinner. You know, your heart's been changed, but you still have the, you still have the thoughts of the world, still have the, the mentality of the world, and are still wrong about most stuff. <laughs> that's kind of blunt, but I mean, the, the only way to, ha- to fix this is we've got to have our minds renewed to the Word. And so we start thinking like God, then we can behave like God. We I mean, you know there's a lot of Christians that don't look like Christians, but they're they are genuinely Christian. Meaning this, when I say the word Christian, I mean saved, okay? I mean they've been born again, but they don't look like they've been born again. Why? Because their spirit's saved, but their mind is all messed up. And their lifestyle has not caught up to their spirit. Huh? That's why the Scripture says, Jesus told us, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Not just, get them, not just pray the prayer with them. Right? Not just get them born again, but make disciples. All right? uh, not that the one is not uh, you know, altogether valid all by itself. The new birth is what it is, and it'll get you into heaven. <laughs> get you into a relationship with God. But how many know if you want to you know, like conquer the world? It's hard to do that with a bunch of people who are saved in spirit, but have unrenewed minds. Because they'll still think wrong. They'll act wrong. They'll deal with circumstances and people wrong. We've got, to have, we've got to have a kingdom mentality. We've got to think like God thinks. And uh, and so that's why we need disciples. Praise God. Those are dis- disciplined followers of Christ. Someone said, I'm saved. Great. Do you follow the Lord? I've met a lot of people who said they're saved. But if you followed them around, they are not following the Lord. They're not. They're following all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and how many know we need to put these things together? Praise God. And so the Lord's equipping us. He's preparing us for the things that are to come. How many know the Lord does see the future as clearly as He sees today? He absolutely does. He knows what's coming up tomorrow. So that's why when we have services like this and others, uh, we should re- pay real close attention to the what the Holy Spirit would say to us personally and to us corporately. Why? Because He always knows what's coming next. I mean, think about it. If you could always know what's coming next, I mean, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I mean, we could avoid a lot of junk and have a lot of, you know, successes. The thing is, the Lord does know. And sometimes He tells us things. Thank God He does show us things to come. But, you know, sometimes I've, I've discovered this. The Lord doesn't tell us what's going to happen. He just tells us what to do today so that we'll be ready for what's going to happen. Even though He doesn't tell you, do this because, He just says, do this. I mean, have you ever done that with your kids? <laughs> yeah, especially when they're young especially be, before they grow and mature uh, you don't take the time to explain everything to them as they grow you explain more but when they're real young you don't you don't explain everything to them and sometimes even when they're old it's like well I don't have time to explain this to you right now just do this yeah. now and wh- what do you want you want them just to trust you because you know better you know what you're talking about so wh- why should I do this ah, forget that just do it and likewise, it is with the Lord. Uh, thank God for He gives us understanding and explanation sometimes, but many times He just tells us to go. Well, but how I many know we have questions? How? <laughs> Why? How am I going to pay for it? You know, what about this? We got all these questions. Well, fine. If He gives you answers, awesome. But if He doesn't, do it anyway, huh? Because you know God's will, God's bill. You know His plan, His 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 power. His, his idea he's going to give the instruction uh, for us as we go not as we stay as we go yeah. praise the lord sometimes we want it we want direction as we stay as we sit and watch waiting for it all to unfold as soon as i see it all then i'll move that is not the way god god uh, leads let me come back to that thought in a minute while we're flowing here okay i think i got some I think I got some uh, direction. It's been stirring in my heart, uh, just really about the Spirit of God. I know I, I know. last week in our believers meeting, we talked some about being filled with the Spirit, and, and a number of people came forward, got baptized in the Spirit, spoke with tongues, and, 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 and praise God for that. Uh, uh, we were talking about being filled with the Spirit, and, and uh, you know, I just keep, just as I, every time I get quiet, it seems like we need to talk more about the Holy Spirit, Now, no more. There are more more individuals that need to be filled with the Spirit for the first time. Need to be need to receive what's called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It's a wonderful thing, like some did last week, and uh, and if that's you, you should you should receive that. Maybe we'll get to that tonight. We'll we'll see as we're led. Uh, uh, But beyond but beyond that, not only should we be filled with the Spirit, another real important thing is we should be led by the Spirit, and really they go hand in hand, filled and led. Filled and led. If I'm not led by the Spirit, I'm probably not filled with the Spirit. All right, doesn't mean I haven't ever been filled with the Spirit, but probably not today if I'm not being led by the Spirit today. Amen. You think about it for a moment if we were to make a kind of a, you know, an illustration on the negative side. We read in Scripture and, and, you know, we see it. Some in the world, but not a whole lot around, you know, around here anyway. But uh, when people are, are demonically possessed... When you, you read the stories about Jesus, how disparate individuals were possessed, taken over, possessed by a, a a demonic spirit, like the man who from the Gadarenes, and uh, lived in the tombs, and they couldn't bind him. He was he was really strong, uh, because you know and didn't wear clothes and all kinds of weird stuff. All right, uh, Well, what happened when someone was filled with an evil spirit? It was known by those around. Sometimes they were given a you know. Uh, divination skills, and and they were able to you know know things and know spiritual stuff. Sometimes they just act crazy, like the guy who lived in the tombs, and and, and so forth. And sometimes when people were uh, possessed or or demonized, as the as the, as it really means, uh, you would see that when Jesus showed up, they'd start flapping around and they you know like throw the kid on the ground and into the fire and into the water and have these what we probably call seizures now uh, and, and all this kind of stuff w- w- would happen. In other words, there was a real uh, outward display of when someone was influenced and heavily affected by an evil spirit. Okay, Now think about it for a moment. If that's true when someone's influenced by the devil that everyone around knows Man, it's obvious, dude, that person has issues. <laughs> that person's got problems. There are hitchhikers with that person. You know what I'm talking about, but then someone gets filled with the spirit, and you can't tell. You know you know what I mean when I say that so called filled with the spirit, and everything's the same. Well, may I just think maybe they got splashed, but I don't know about totally dunked you know. <laughs> I don't know about enveloped, because I think if I'm really possessed with the Spirit of God, that that would have an outward showing as well, that it should be observed by my life, by how I carry myself, not in some crazy kind of way, but in a, you know, because one of the results of the the Spirit being in your life is you have self-control. So we're not talking about acting crazy, but we are talking about uh, some real um, evidences Remember last week we were talking about, of course, we know about when you first get filled, you're you're given language. Ability to speak in languages you don't know, called speaking in tongues. Uh, But we also saw that people prophesied. uh, That was normal. Visions and dreams are normal. Uh, For a spirit-filled person, we live in a in, a, in the day of an outpouring, the Spirit of God has never he's never been withdrawn, called back, he's still present. you know like I heard one person say uh, that they were talking about praying for revival. We need to pray for revival and uh, and, and the answer to this one individual gave he, he, he said uh, he said, well, revival was sent on the day of Pentecost and God never revoked it. So really revival is here to anyone who will believe it huh? you know it was like like Wigglesworth said one time when there was a, a uh, an individual who came to his meeting and uh he had I forget what his problems were I think it were back issues and stuff like that and he ministered to him said told him you're healed and uh uh, and, and he left and the next meeting next time he the guy came back this guy stood up in the meeting and said he's a false he's fake he's a phony he said he said I was healed and I'm not I'm just the same as bad as I was before and Wiggleworth looked, just looked right back at him and said yes you are you're healed you just don't believe it just left it at that. Finally, you know, finally that guy went away and, and got to thinking about that. <laughs> and uh, and thank God for some openness and receptivity because some people just take offense and say, oh. <clears throat> well, you know, offended people usually go away without, yeah. by the way. They do. They got their anger. They got their, their reason to be mad and not like what was said. and uh, But they're still without, without help. And this guy, you know, thankfully... Went and thought about it, and he realized that that was the truth. And so he just adjusted his believing a little bit, and he believed that he was. And you know what happened? You, of course you know what happened. <laughs> Came back, testified, yep, got it now. You know? And, and so all, some of the things that we, we, we sometimes look for and long for and reach out for, they're already present. Lord's already done it. They're already here. It's just a matter of entering in. It's just a matter of saying, yes, I believe this is so. This is the case. God is present. He's here in my life. And I'm going uh, to act accordingly. Praise God. Let's look in our, in our Bibles for a few moments to uh, Matthew. Book of Matthew. Chapter 4. Uh, oh, yeah, that's Mark that didn't look right Matthew chapter 4 let's just stay on this for a few minutes we're just uh, endeavoring to follow I'm just trying to speak out of the inside uh, not out of a pre-planned message or anything like that just what the Spirit of God would say because He's equipping us and preparing us for things to come and uh, and if we'll, we'll yield to the Spirit of God we'll be ready Stuff will come up. There'll be those around you that, I'm not, hopefully not in here, but I mean, just in the world, there'll be people around you that aren't ready for, for what's happening and what's coming and what's, uh, what the world is going to face, but, but, but you and I can be ready. It won't catch us off guard. Even, even the, as the Scripture says, the day of the Lord, you know, how He will come, it'll be like a thief in the night, but that's really for the world. That's really for the world, for those who are in the family of God. Uh, when He comes back, it's not going to be such a shocker. It's not going to be such a surprise. It's not going to be like, where in the world did that come from? No, because there's a there's a sense, there's a there's an inward witness, there's a knowing on the inside that uh, of what God is going to do before He does it. Amen. In in uh, in, in Matthew chapter four, uh, if you read the third chapter, that's when Jesus was. Uh, baptized by John the Baptist and remember when that when when that happened the spirit of God descended upon him all right so it says in verse 1 of chapter 4 then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil notice that language there he was led by the spirit he was led by the spirit I'm looking for a, a different account of this let me look at Luke's account yeah, Luke's account, I like this even better. It helps me make my point. Luke chapter 4 verse 1. Same story, Luke's account. You know, different people, just like it's different individuals looking at the thing from different angles. Uh, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now see the connection there? He was filled with the Spirit, and then he was led by the Spirit. You know, one, one of the reasons the Lord wants to fill us with the Spirit is so that we can be and we will recognize the leading of the Spirit, all right? Sometimes uh, the Spirit of God might want us to do something, but we're so full of the world, so full of the flesh, so full of life and cares of this world and the lust of other things around us that he wants to lead us, but we're not recognizing that leading, but when you get filled with the Spirit, then you recognize the leading of the Spirit. Alright? So Someone said, I'm just really seeking God for direction. Well, that's an honorable thing to do, and we've all been there. Here's, here's something you might consider to be more important. Instead of just seeking God for direction, seek God to be refilled with the Spirit. Because then you'll recognize His leading. See, being dry and being empty and seeking a leading is not very easy but being full of the spirit and I can tell you from from times in my life personally from times in ministry where when the spirit of god when I'm full it's real easy and real clear sometimes you just know things you just you just see it's like there's a you know it's it's spiritual eyes but you just see you just see more clear when you're full of him well it helps that he knows everything when you're full of the person who knows everything you know, I mean, again, you look at it, you look at, it at, the, at the other side. When someone's influenced by an evil spirit, if someone's influenced by a lying spirit, well, they're going to find it real easy to lie and difficult to tell the truth. If someone's full of a, some kind of lust spirit, they're going to find it easy to be lustful and difficult to, uh, to, to have pure thoughts, right? But when someone's full of the Spirit of God, what becomes normal? All right. Well, he is and all that he is is the the natural flow. I mean, it's it's easy to go. Doesn't mean a person can't can't sin or do the wrong thing, but not at the same time they're full. Someone said, "I know this person, they were spirit-filled and they robbed a bank." <laughs> well, you know, they weren't so spirit-filled that day when they robbed the bank. <laughs> you know you read I, I read a while back on on or saw on a television or something about a very popular uh, actress maybe you, some of you saw this i don't even i don't even like to call names but a very popular actress uh, beautiful woman in Hollywood and she was talking about speaking in tongues and how she grew up in church and she was talking about her experience speaking in tongues sounded like she was it was the real deal but the you know some of the things this woman does now, you're okay, like, hmm, she might need a refilling. You know, just the type of things she's involved with are very much not godly and very impure and, and, and so forth. You know what I'm talking about? So just because she had experienced that in her past, I'm not here to judge whether she's going to heaven or not or her salvation. But I can look at lifestyle today and say she needs redipped. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, ne- needs a refill, because she's not filled with the Spirit today, otherwise she wouldn't, with, an, with a strong influence of the Spirit of God, wouldn't act that way, wouldn't say some of these things, uh, and so forth, all right? And so we can really identify ourselves, whether we just really need, do I need, to, do I need to be led by the Spirit? Absolutely, but the focus here is first to be filled with the Spirit. And if I could live an overflowing, Spirit-filled life, again, being led is normal. The Bible didn't say here, then Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, tried super hard to find out what God wanted Him to do next. Was just kind of wondering for a long time, where, we, where should I go? What should I do? No, filled and led, filled and led, filled and led, amen. Say, so would it be right for me to be, seek the Lord to be filled again? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we, I've talked about this recently, but over in the fourth chapter of Acts, remember when the, the disciples were being threatened? not to preach and teach in the name of Jesus anymore. And, and after they were threatened, they got together with their own companions, their own company. They all prayed, lifted their voice together, and, and prayed together. And they, it lists some of the things that were prayed. And then they, they asked that the Lord would give them, uh, grant signs and wonders to be wrought by the name of the holy, the holy servant Jesus. And then the scripture says, and they all were, were all filled with the Holy Spirit. See, even in, even in that situation where they're saying, we need miracles, man. We need, we, need, we need signs and wonders, Lord. And the Lord responded to that request by filling them with the Spirit. That's interesting. I, I learned some things there. I, you know, I'm recognizing. Living, living full of the Spirit of God solves a whole bunch of problems. <laughs> Being led is the natural. Being empowered as far as miracle power flowing out of us. Well, that's just natural. Because you think about it, that's who God is. That's who the Holy Spirit, the third person in the Godhead, that's who he is. All these things flow out of him naturally. So if I can get filled with him, then naturally. Visions, prophecies, of course, speaking in tongues and and miracles flowing out of us, signs and wonders, all this stuff. That's who he is. I see that's probably you know, that's one of the greatest advantages we have in the in the time in which we live. Jesus said to the disciples, He said, It's to your advantage that I leave. Because if I don't leave, the Holy Spirit's not coming. But if I do, He's coming. He's going to be with you. He's going to be in you. And He'll guide you into all truth. That's why one of the the things that happens, we get filled with the Spirit and the Bible starts making sense. (laughs) The words of Jesus start coming alive. We start going, wow, look at that. Because He leads us into all truth. He shows us things to come. Sometimes we say, I just knew this was going to happen. That's the Spirit of God in you. Amen. So Jesus was filled and He was led. Look over at uh, Galatians. That's a right turn. Sometimes people laugh at me when I say that. But don't laugh at that. You didn't always know where all the books were, did you? And if we don't have people in here that do not know where all the books are, we're doing a bad job. Why? Because we're not getting anyone saved and discipled. So, if you don't know, don't feel bad about that. But do exercise yourself to knowing, you know, using the Scripture as a tool to help you walk with God. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. 5-16. I say then, let's see, walk in the Spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Kind of goes with what we're talking about. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now now think about that that statement. Notice it's, it's posed as a question. If... You are led by the Spirit. You are not under the law. Okay? Well, if means I might be, I might not be led by the Spirit. But if I am, I'm not under the law. What about, what if I'm not led by the Spirit? Well, then there needs to be some laws. In other words, I'm going to do some crazy stuff. Now, we know he's writing to people who are not, no longer under the law of Moses. He's telling them about freedom and liberty in Christ. But he said, this is how this age, this is how this relationship with the Father works. You, in this time, need to be led. In the old covenant, you were led by the law. In other words, you were under all the rules and commandments and subjected to all those things. Now, Christ has fulfilled the law, All right, replaced it with one law, the law of love. So, in this covenant now, this is how it works. You need to be led by the Spirit of God. If you are, then there's no need. You're not under laws. We don't need a law. How many know? Think about it. If if you and I were 100% led by the Spirit of God, now don't throw rocks at me when I say this, you don't need this. Because God, the Spirit, and His word are in complete agreement. I'm not telling you to throw away this. I'm not throwing out mine. I'm just saying, if I were 100% led by the Spirit, I would never do anything contrary to this. And really, I wouldn't need this. Now, I'm thankful because I haven't always been perfectly led by the Spirit. And and frankly, you know, I use this. and And we use this to judge things. And say, this is kind of a baseline. God's not going to contradict Himself. You know what I mean? You know, it's like a person uh, uh, A per- person said to me they were they were living an immoral lifestyle. And I said, well, you know, I'm trying to help them. I said, I love you. This is why I'm sharing this with you. This is what the Scripture says. They said, well, I'm just, I just haven't, you know, I just want to, I forget what the language they use. But, uh, I, you know, I haven't really sensed that God was saying that to me. You know, it's like, well... Do you think God's going to tell you something different than what he already said? That would make him a liar and the universe would blow up. So we know he's not going to. So in cases, in situations where we're learning to be led, thank God for the written word that says, uh, no, that wasn't God. That was your pizza or whatever. That was That was just your flesh talking. That was your strong desire. How many know strong desire can get in the way? You know, it's why sometimes when someone's romantically interested in someone else and they got strong emotion and strong feeling, it's really difficult to hear from God right then. Yeah. So, Lord, whatever you want me to do, please say yes. (laughs) You know, because you want something so bad. It's like that, you know, that voice is really loud at that at that moment in time. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, thank God for the word. That helps us in these situations. But again, if we're led by the Spirit, uh, then we're not under the law. And so Jesus then, filled with the Spirit, was led by the Spirit. Both of those vitally important, and I do think in that order makes things work. Focus on being filled. And then He'll have something to tell you. He'll have something to say. Why why do I need to be led? Why do you need to be led? If I'm not led by the Spirit in my life, I'm going to waste a lot of time. I'm going to spend a whole lot of time doing the wrong thing and doing the wrong thing in my own might, in my own ability so that when I finally get over to doing what I'm supposed to do with my life I'm going to, be, I'm going to have less time to do it and I'm going to have less energy to do it because I spent all my time and energy doing something else. There's not really time for you in your life to do your plan and God's plan. You'll, you just run out of time. I just need to think about that for a moment because that was pretty good. Huh? But there's not. That's why being full of the Spirit will save us, oh, boatloads of time. Being filled with the Spirit will save us boatloads of money. Being the Spirit filled with the Spirit will save us boatfuls of health issues via stress and being just in the wrong place. Amen? And so we must be led. Absolutely. Must be led. So we don't waste our time away doing the wrong thing. Praise God. So let me read it again. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And so one reason that the Lord leads us and makes statements like this a law requires everybody to act the same way, be the same, put you in a box but being led by the spirit he'll lead each of us in different ways according to our own relationship with God our own the, our own assignment in life and it's not a matter, it's not a matter of trying to make everyone a square peg and a square hole and and, and everyone just acts. And marches in unison and does the same thing at the same time, and and we are Christians, and we aren't, you know, it's just kind of this real robotic type of thing. No, you have your own relationship with God. It doesn't mean, again, He's not going to contradict something He already said. I don't mean that at all. And so there is a, a standard. There are some guidelines as far as that goes. But being led by the Spirit is what the Lord intended from the beginning. You know, how many know, you go back to the beginning and back into creation, God didn't give Adam and Eve a Bible. What did He give them? Well, He just told them, tend, keep the garden, stay away from that tree. And then pretty much enjoy and live life. Why? Because He's with them. He, they walk with Him. He can tell them anything they need. He can instruct them, but it wasn't about just uh, just giving them a rule book. It was about having a relationship. Being spirit filled allows this. Not being spirit filled, meaning we're filled with something else, because we've got we've talked about this last time. There's got to be a displacement. Filled with the Spirit means not filled with something else. The more I'm filled with Him, the less I'm filled with other things. Filled with the Spirit allows this relationship to where. I can be free and I can just hear from God and be where He wants me to be and say what He wants me to say and enjoy my life and everything's fine. Praise the Lord. So being filled with the Spirit is very important. But now think about it. We we, we, we often are looking for a voice from heaven. Thank God for voices from heaven. We're looking for sometimes spectacular, spectacular uh, demonstrations of God's leading And thank God when those happen. Thank God for spectacular. I like it. Woohoo. Like fireworks, too. (laughs) You know? I like when God does outstanding things and it's bam. Uh, Most of the time, though, the the leading of the Spirit is more internal than external. It happens inside more than it does, uh, more than it happens outside. And so there are some general guidelines that we can see. If you follow the rest of this chapter, Just if we read the next several verses, you can see he compares the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the Spirit. All right? Works of the flesh, fruit of the Spirit. If I'm going to be led by the Spirit, here's where I can begin. Here's where I can begin. Love, joy, peace, what? Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. He gives us a general picture. Now, I know there's discussion is that the fruit of the human spirit or is that the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Really, they're, uh, big picture, they're the same thing. Fruit of the born again human spirit, because it's a, you know, in the Greek, it's the same, it's just one word. One Greek word, pneuma, it doesn't account for holy or human or evil, for that matter. It just says spirit. And so the fruit of the born again spirit are these things, but it's the same thing the Holy Spirit allows you uh, to produce. Alright? So, so here's the thing. If I'm seeking to be led by the Spirit, here's what I don't want. I don't want to be on the sidelines for lengthy periods of time. You know what I mean by that? What are you doing? Nothing. Why not? I don't know what to do. I don't know, what to, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I'm just waiting on the Lord for direction. Okay, and I believe in waiting on the Lord for direction. And uh, and sometimes I've done exactly that. But however, one thing I can do. You, you ever heard the, the, the phrase, it's hard to steer a parked car or you can't steer a parked car? Alright. Sometimes people are parked too long and they need to get moving so they can start steering. Alright. How can I get moving without a clear and specific direction. love, joy, peace. In other words I'm looking at the big picture. I'm on the highway system. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? As I get direction, I know it's it's somewhere north, somewhere north. let's go north. <laughs> now how I many know north can be kind of broad? Eventually, you need an address. You know, a city, a street, uh, an address. You need to know where to go. But if I can get going north, in other words, I'm going to point my vehicle at love, at peace. I, I'm going I'm to stay in the general direction of the things the Spirit of God will bring out of me. Here's, here's another thing I mean by this. Um, I can say, Lord, if you want me to, if you ever want me to bless somebody by giving to them, you know, financially and helping them out with something or buying something for someone, you just let me know because I'm your man and I'm going to do it. If you tell me to do it, I'm going to do it. Now, that's nothing wrong with that per se. That can be good. But here, here here's something else. Lord, I've got this extra hundred dollars. Now, I could spend it and I've I, I, be happy to do so, but I want to bless somebody with this. I'm going to keep this on hand, and you direct me and show me who to give it to. You understand what I mean by that? See, one is a little more passive. It's not a bad heart. It's not a closed heart. But the, you know, if the the hundred is, you know, or let me say it this way. If you've gotten no direction after a month, might want to try something different. Someone needs the money. In other words, God could use you. But what if you set it aside and said, Lord, this is already yours. As far as I'm concerned, it's already given. I'm going to hold on to it. Not going to spend it on, on me, but I'm going to just going to hold on to this. And when you lead me, I'm going to give it to somebody. I'm going to give, I'm, I'm, see, see, what's that doing? It's putting ourselves in a position to be led. You know, something happens in, uh, in, in the church. And there is uh, an opportunity to get involved and serve in a ministry there's there's a you know a need in a certain area with the kids or with the youth or with a whatever music or ushers or one of the different things going on and uh, and someone said well you know I'm just not really sure if I'm supposed to do that I, I, well, what are you supposed to do well I don't know I'm praying about it. fine fine but if after a while you're still praying about it volunteer for anything because that's love I mean anything that you're able to do. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, that, that would be love. That would be in, in, in line with the fruit of the Spirit. And so you're already doing the right thing. And I look at it this. You've pulled away from the curb. And now you're moving. You might find you're already on the right road. And you might find after going a while, Hey, I see the Spirit of God leading me over here. And so you start getting direction. You start doing something a little bit different, but it's different than just being on the sidelines. Amen. And so we start with being led by the Spirit. Yeah, it works in prayer. Oh Lord, I want to. I want to be used to. Uh, I want to be used to uh, lead someone in a prayer of salvation. I want to get someone born again. Lead me. Show me who to talk to. Okay, that's a good prayer. I I, I admire that kind of prayer. Uh, however, you think the Lord's going to get mad at you for talking to the wrong person? I, I remember asking a friend of mine who's just outstanding with this, and he's quite the uh, evangelist, gets people saved a lot, and a lot in restaurants and different things. and And I remember years ago asking him, because I'm observing him just be very very fruitful get so many people saved and discipled a lot of these folks would be in the church and and i met remember meeting one lady how are you where'd you come from i was working in this restaurant he got me saved and they're serving in the church and i'm thinking wow there's some fruit there and so i remember asking him i said sorry when you uh you do this a lot you you' waiting for a leading of the lord to see who to talk to he said no he said i just figure i'm saved they're not And uh, I should tell them about Jesus. Now, in in the big picture now, is he being led? He is. He's being led by the Word. The Spirit and the Word agree. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Is Is he being led specifically? Well, I don't doubt at all that the Lord might lead you and I at times to go to a certain person and say something. But I, I just admired that he wasn't waiting for that. I'm sure there's times when he really felt a tug towards a person. But if he didn't, he did his own tugging. Yes. Amen. <laughs> I, I found this and I remember I was ministering in another church. And I had, I had, I had uh, you know, spoken and then done some things. And as far as I th- was concerned, I was done. You know, goodbye. See you later done for the service the the pastor came up and he was saying a few things and uh, and I think he may have prayed for some people or something. And then he he you know as far as I was concerned I, I you know I'm checking my heart I didn't really have anything else but he asked me hey would you come up and pray for some of my staff I said sure happy to do it I, I get in front I get in front of some of his key people there in the church I stand in front of them and just like that I'm operating in tongues and interpretation and I'm like Whoa! Well, looky there, and just, just you know, breaking them, breaking down in tears, and and uh, you know, get, getting words from the Lord. And I thought I was done. I'm just. What am I saying by this? I'm saying there's a whole lot of spirit-filled, spirit-led activity that is available to us based on our initiation. And if we're always just waiting on the sidelines, saying, "Well, if the Lord wants me to do it, He'll tell me." You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes there's an initiation on our side where we say, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a step of faith. I'm going to go up to this person after the service and I'm just, you know, or I'm going to look for an opportunity. Amen. 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 You know, there's one guy, guy in our our church, um, I don't say names, but some of you know who he is, but he just, he shows up at the hospitals every week and just starts walking around from room to room. Acting like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, if you work in a hospital, don't tell. But I don't know what the rules are. But he totally ignores. He just acts like he knows what he's doing. He goes and talks to every person that doesn't know him. Just acts like he's there to see him. <laughs> Prays for him. Uh, people get born again. People get healed. You know. So, so you think he's praying about which room? No, because I've been with him before. He just walks fast so no one will stop him. Literally, just walks in and does this every week. It just does this, walks, in, walks by the room and goes, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, people are serious. what are you in here for? <laughs> and they tell him. <laughs> <be> that <laughs> happened with you? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you Amen. Amen. And so there's some initiation that we can take. Praise God. Praise God. What, what, what might the Lord do through you? We'll never know. Till we say, Lord, I need to be filled. Because I'm not being led. <laughs> and we get filled up again. And then we just start taking steps. And then are, are there specifics? You go to Romans chapter 8. So as those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You know, and sons, sons there has to do with the maturity. All right. It has to do with growing up and, and following the, the, the Spirit of God. The more we grow in these things, the more we do get specific direction. And you'll get certain directives for your life. And when you get certain directives for your life, you follow those things. Because I tell you, God is at the, at the other end of every instruction He gives you. And you know, the idea, instead of, instead of saying, Lord, I'm going to do this, this, and this, I pray that you would bless me. How about not not? How about, Lord, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do, because I know it's already blessed. And that starts, again, don't go, back to the, don't go back to the park bench, you know. It starts with the generality of I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to let the spirit of love lead me. And if I have compassion toward a person, that's, a, that's the spirit's leading. I'm drawn towards a person because I, I lo- the love of God compels me to pray for him, to minister, to give him a hundred bucks, to, to whatever it is, to help someone. The love of God compels me. Then he hooks up with that. And then in the middle of that, He leads us in more specific ways. Like Jesus said, filled with the Spirit, led out into the wilderness. All right? Where He overcame every temptation. Thank you, Jesus. Came back in the power of the Spirit. Amen? Amen.